Hey everyone, it's Allie Corman, Justin Nielsen here with a look at the market for Monday, October 30th, where we saw a strong start to the week, but we didn't get too excited yet. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we, we've been here before, right? Strong starts that don't finish, but uh, that doesn't mean this one can't, yeah. but we will reserve our judgment uh, for a little while. Uh, meanwhile, we're also going to talk about a few stocks, including Meta Platforms and Ollie's Bargain Outlet, as well as FTAI Aviation. Okay, we'll take a look at those three stocks, but first let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today up 1.2%, same for the S&P 500. The Dow up 1.6% today, and the Russell 2000 up six-tenths of a percent. So making some progress, but there's more progress to be made. Yeah, and in fact, it was one of those situations where, I mean, if you look at, for instance, the NASDAQ composite today, I mean, it was a gap up and, you know, we're on the IBD live show and it's like almost immediately kind of starting to fill in the gap. It, you know, didn't go negative, but uh, we quickly saw the gains fade. And, you know, we we closed in the upper part of the range um, for, for all of the indexes, uh, well in the upper half of the range, I should say, and even better for the S&P 500, maybe in the upper quartile, uh, as well as for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. But, you know, it's one day, right? And it's a Monday. Sometimes when you gap up, uh, Ali, you were referring to Mike Webster, how he kind of hated the gap up Mondays because you you sometimes saw them fade so quickly. So you might have gotten excited at the beginning, um, but that's not the way it closes. Uh, in the same way as we were kind of waiting for how today closes, I think we're going to have to wait and see how this week closes. We still have a lot of earnings uh, coming out uh, for some really big names, and uh, that's, that's going to potentially sway things a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So with today's strong gains, the NASDAQ is on day two of a rally attempt and so even though we are getting an oversold bounce the reason why it's not time to get aggressive yet justin is because we're waiting for a follow-through day signal we want to see those institutions showing us proof that they are coming back into the market and supporting things because we want to be following the big money there have been a couple of failed follow-through day attempts a couple of bounce attempts a couple of rally attempts and nothing is sticking as of yet so it's a time to collect enough evidence before we really start diving in right yeah exactly ali and i mean the fact is let's put this in perspective uh we got below the 200 day moving average line on the nasdaq composite uh, that's not a good sign when you're trading uh, below that and we're right there right so yeah. this is kind of a, a do or die situation can we get back above this level i was really kind of looking for it to also get above thursday's high and and we have you know we didn't close there we got above there intraday again kind of at the open but uh we, we weren't able to hold that level so i'd like to see it make some progress and hold above those levels maybe even get back up to thirteen thousand. and you know remember it's not about trying to catch the bottom here it's really about getting that evidence that things have turned and mm -hmm. uh you know we've got as i said we've got a lot of earnings coming out we've got the fed you know not much expected there in terms of a policy change but there's always uh what happens at that press conference and if there's any changes in wording uh that can make a difference um so yeah there, there's still a lot of a lot of things that need to get done and look for a while there today, I mean, we were looking at RSP, which is the equal weighted S&P yeah. 500. And that was looking 
pretty dismal for a while. It was, you know, it was it was down and, you know, looked like it was going to potentially plumb to new lows. And uh, the reason why we've been paying attention to RSP and a lot of the other equal weighted is it just kind of goes to show how the breadth has been. Now, breadth wasn't too bad today, um, even though there were a lot of the heavyweights um, that were were leading the charge in terms of the the move up today, um, you still had advancers, Trump decliners by about two to one, uh, a little bit better than two to one on the New York Stock Exchange and a little bit under two to one on the uh, NASDAQ. So again, we'd like to see some more power there. Uh, we just really haven't seen that uh, quite yet. Mm -hmm. And here's a look at QQQ. It, of course, holding up better with that uh, mega cap yeah. tech weighting didn't come down below the 200 day line. So it's trying now to get back to, you know, the, the lows from late September. Uh, the NASDAQ still has a, a bit more progress uh, to get to that level. So Something yeah, the 13,000 is pretty important for the NASDAQ yeah. composite. Uh, Qs don't have as far to kind of get to that 350 level, which, mm -hmm. you know, it, it kind of hit uh, back in September, but also uh, back in August, too, as a low. So that, right. that'll be an interesting area to see what the index does around there. Um, you know, over on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, that was up, uh, you know, a decent amount, you know, uh, getting back above you know, Friday's high, but still not above Thursday's high quite yet. And, you know, that has some recovery work to do. Remember, this is only 30 stocks. It's price weighted. It can get, you know, easily affected by, you know, just, just a few names. Um, and then over on the Russell 2000, this has been the biggest cause of concern. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times we use the you know, you, you can use the IWM, but we have the Russell uh, now available live. Um, and this this one is still an inside day. Uh, and I mean, this is that's this right is at there. lows yeah. from you know 2022, so that's that's not a good sign, you know. Um, and of course, this one is uh, a lot more, I guess, sensitive to the 10-year Treasury yield, and you know, the, the the small caps kind of requiring a little bit more debt loads. And if you make debt more expensive for them, you know, that's gonna that's gonna hurt yeah. them, as well as the valuations that have those future. Uh, future earnings growth uh, discounted because of higher yields in the 10-year treasury. But the 10-year treasury yield uh, didn't make too much of a move today. So that was that was kind of a nice sign and maybe one of the things that allowed right. the index to make a little bit more progress. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's now go to XLF, just uh, briefly highlighting financials. XLF up 1.8% today. And this is another group that has been struggling, but what do you make of what we're seeing in the group now? Well, and this is one of my cautionary tales is be careful when you're seeing some of the, the sectors that are you know leading and some of the stocks that are leading, but their charts look terrible. So again, we have kind of our magnificent seven, you know, a lot of these stocks that are above their 50 day moving average line still, uh, or getting above that, that's something we're going to talk about today. But you also have the majority of the stocks that are still below their 200 days, below their 50 days. And so sometimes you can get these rallies that happen and you're like, why am I not seeing setups? And it's because it's a lot of junk that's kind of uh, leading the charge. So, you know, for XLF, for instance, look, Berkshire Hathaway, um, you know, BRKB, that's that's one of the biggest uh, things. And that's getting support at the 200-day moving average line, which doesn't look too bad. But some of the other heavyweights in there are, you know, JP Morgan, which, I mean, that was up a decent amount today. Uh, 
Bank of America was up 2%. I think Goldman Sachs was up like almost 4%, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, but all of those are below the 200-day and the 50-day moving average lines. Uh, nothing nothing exciting to see there. So if, that that, if that's what was driving XLF higher uh, in addition to Berkshire, which not, doesn't look too bad, um, that's not something to get too excited about. Right. And doesn't Berkshire have a lot of, it's like insurance. Apple and insurance, right? Is like <laughs> exactly. the, the things. It kind of looks like how Apple looked uh, with that steady uptrend earlier in the year. Yeah. And I mean, insurance. Mirroring that. And yeah, then, yeah, insurance has done well yeah. lately. If you look at KIE, uh, that's uh, the Spider S&P insurance ETF. You know, that's also, you know, gotten supported. It's 200 day moving average line recently. So. Yeah, yeah, very good point there. Alex. Just some notes there. Uh, okay, let's take a look at Meta. So when Meta's report initially came out after hours last week, uh, the stock was up. And then the reaction <laughs> and then turned. And it wasn't. <laughs> and then it wasn't up. Uh, and so it had a not so great open. I was just going to kind of remove some of the some of the clutter here on this chart. Um, but it had an okay close, I guess. Uh, it's not like it broke how Google did, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's mm -hmm. bouncing now. So it looks like the relative strength is kind of holding in there, Justin. What are your thoughts on how this one measures up in terms of watchlist stocks we should be keeping on our radar? Yeah, well, uh, one of the points I wanted to make today is, look, just because something gets below its 50-day moving average line doesn't mean it has to drop off your radar completely. And whereas, yeah, that drop below the 50-day line might have been a cause for concern, uh, here we are two days later and we're right back up at that 300 level and you know trying to make some progress above that 50-day moving average line. So I think that's worth keeping an eye on. Um, that 300 level just seems very important uh, in, in meta right now. And the fact that we're trying to make progress is, is good. Uh, a lot of the stocks I was kind of looking at, hey, can it get above the Thursday high? Well, in this case, you know, it was it, it's well above its Thursday high, right? It's kind of in a different situation because it had that reversal on Thursday and is, is trying to make some progress from there. Um, but yeah, just to contrast exactly what you were saying with Alphabet, the parent company of Google, um, you know, this is one where, yes, it did cross below its 50-day moving average line and maybe it can get back above there. But this is a different look, you know. Yeah, this looks look like how something, it did it. Yeah, <laughs> right. The how is just as important as the what, and and yeah. the how in this case was a very steep drop. Um, you know, that's the difference between a sprained ankle and a break. You know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, there's there's sometimes a different recovery time. Um, so you just have to be be very careful and treat those uh, differently mm -hmm. uh, according to that look. Right. And so if we were in an uptrend, Justin, or IBD recommended adding exposure, it seems like traders could use a mm -hmm. retake of the 21 day or a trend line break here for Meta as an opportunity to add shares. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, again, this with these stocks that have just kind of skirted around their 50-day moving average line, didn't give up too much ground, even that cross above the 50-day moving average line can give you an early entry. And this mm -hmm. is something that Scott St. Clair has talked about a number of times on uh, his podcast that he does for MarketSmith, um, or I should say webcast, I suppose. Um, they should but, turn it into a podcast. Yeah, though. exactly. Okay. It, it, it almost is. Any ideas, point. Justin? <laughs> As if though you're not busy enough. Um, but he's he's talked about this on, on uh, IBD Live as well. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where sometimes, look, it doesn't work 
the first time. Maybe it doesn't work the second time, but uh, sometimes it works the third time. And so as long as you're keeping your losses small, you can give some of these uh, multiple chances. And then uh, when it finally does work, you know, that's mm -hmm. where your return well outpaces the small risks and the small losses that you've taken for the ones that didn't work. Right. So do you think maybe if uh, this one closed a little bit stronger today, uh, there are some aggressive traders and who knows, maybe towards the open, maybe early on in the session, there were some really aggressive traders, yeah. you know, meta getting back above the 50 day after that reversal, shaking off the earnings, shaking off the weakness, perhaps they did nibble. Uh, so in a different we'll market, I probably would have been one of them, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, because, exactly. yeah, yeah, it's just as, as we said at the outset, you know, okay, a Monday gap up when the, you know, all of the indexes are below their 200 day line. <laughs> and, you know, do you yeah. really want to stick your neck out? Well, you know what, I'm, I'm a little bit okay waiting. Um, so yeah, for meta, uh, I, I wouldn't mind doing that with a little bit more strength, but mm -hmm. I want to see it kind of uh, get above 300, stay above 300. And I, I was looking for a little bit of a better close today. Yeah, you know, exactly. All of Same that here. power, the high happened uh, at, at the beginning and it just never, never quite got there exactly. uh, for the rest of the day. Yeah. Okay. And this was also our stock of the day today yes. by Ryan Deffenbaugh on the tech team. So check that out, everyone. Let's go to Ollie, O-L-L-I, seeing an RS line blue dot here and earnings a month away. So they're all a lot of the retail names, they're kind of later on uh, mm -hmm. in earnings season. Yeah. And look, XRT, um, you know, just to show that ETF real quick, look, it doesn't look great, you know, mm -hmm. but you do have these pockets, it seems like, in the retail space that have been looking strong. Of course, you know, one of one of Ali's favorites has been ANF, uh, Amber Amber yeah. and Fitch, uh, you know, because of the genes. But you know, I think Ollie's is also uh, worthy of watching. It's one that also got below its 50-day moving average line, but this was very mild action. It still qualifies as a flat base because the depth was only 13%, uh, you know, in, in terms of that depth. So very shallow. And now we're right back above that 50 day moving average line. And look at that relative strength line leading the price uh, into mm -hmm. new high ground. So that's, that's a big positive, um, you know, let's not ignore the fundamentals. The fundamentals have been showing some really strong earnings growth uh, down there, some, some, you know, decent sales uh, and revenue growth as well. Um, but yeah, this is definitely one that is is high on my watch list uh, because of, again, those flat bases are really attractive to me right now where the relative strength is, is showing mm -hmm. a lot of power. Yeah. And a good volume profile here too. And just one more thing to underscore that RS line strength is it's 5% below that left side high 5% and it already has a blue dot. So yeah. that's, yeah. and it looked like it might've even gotten it like last week, you know? So, yeah, 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 probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Last on the list, FTAI. This is at the aerospace defense group, blue dot carving the right side of a base and earnings out of the way. Yeah, so I think I think we've seen a theme here, right? These uh, stocks that are below their 50-day, retaking it, relative strength, you know, very high. This is another one where it's leading the the relative strength line is leading the price into new highs. Um, they are doing like the air, aircraft uh, engine uh, leasing and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's, this has broken a downtrend gotten back above that 50-day moving average line. Um, it's It's got some decent earnings growth. Uh, now, granted, this one is a little bit different. You notice that little uh, 
number sign, uh, I guess that's what we used to call it, pound mm -hmm. sign, you know, back in the day, now it's a hashtag. Um, but, you know, <laughs> that's uh, uh, something where it does note that you're you're getting that growth coming off of negatives. Yeah, so I'll zoom out to, there so you can see it. Yeah, you have to yeah. treat that a little bit differently, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's um, it's growing from a small number even. It, this is something that's growing from a negative number. Um, but it's still a good sign. And look, this is one that's kind of proven itself as having the ability to make a move. Uh, that was a really strong move that it had, uh, you know, from you know, from for most of this year, and mm -hmm. it's really retained the bulk of those gains and really hasn't been phased by much of the corrections here. Even the last base was fairly shallow. It just is really not giving up much ground. So I think that is another factor here that's just making that relative strength look all the more powerful, uh, especially that relative strength line mm -hmm. really trending very nicely. So Justin, where do you think this stock has been? I mean, it it really hasn't been front and center in the conversation for us. Uh, I would say this year, even though it has been such a nice trending stock, is that because of the liquidity perhaps here on the lower yeah. end? Yeah, it, it, it is on the lower end, but um, it also could be one of those where uh, by the time it kind of got on our radar, it was yeah, like it didn't give you a point? chance to buy. Yeah. <laughs> so this is finally now a chance to, yeah, yeah the pullbacks on the 50-day moving average line. Um, but, okay, that first pullback, and look, sometimes pullbacks are hard. What's hard <laughs> about it is that pullback, you know, in March, oh, yeah, it's a pullback to the 50-day line, but you also had, oh, banks failing left and right. You know, was yeah. it, you know, was it one of those situations where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm really looking to add exposure with banks failing? Um, right. Yes, it worked out. And you would have been, you know, doing well afterwards, but it is, it is, is tough to buy on pullbacks sometimes. So mm -hmm. you have to just kind of recognize that. Um, but yeah, I think that's why it's probably not one that, uh, you know, got talked about so much. Now we started talking a lot more about aerospace defense with, you know, the is Israel mm -hmm. Hamas war going on. Um, I'm not sure how much, you know, of a, of an effect, you know, that has on this with its, you know, just aircraft engine leasing. But certainly I think the thing that's important here is that it's giving you another chance with this flat base, um, a relative strength line that's leading. And so if if things kind of come together, this might be the, the, the chance for FTAI. Good stuff. Thanks, Justin. And thanks everyone so much for tuning in. That is it for today, but we will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. And we hope everyone joins us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.